0: Chapter 26, verses 1 through 13. Of Kitsina Aria, commentary on the four Gospels collected out of the works of the Fathers by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 26, verses 1 and 2. And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said unto his disciples, You know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Hilary. After the discourse in which the Lord had declared that he should return in splendor, he announces to them his approaching passion, that they might learn the close connection between the sacrament of the cross and the glory of eternity. Rabbanus. All these sayings, i.e. about the consummation of the world and the day of judgment, or finished because he had fulfilled in doing and preaching all things from the beginning of the gospel to his passion. Origen yet it is not all barely but all these for there were other sayings which he must speak before he should be delivered up augustine we gather from john's account that six days before the passover jesus came to bethany and thence entered jerusalem sitting upon the ass after which were done the things related to have been done at jerusalem we understand therefore that four days elapsed from his coming to bethany to make this two days before the Passover. The difference between the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread is this. The name Passover is given to that one day on which the Lamb was slain in the evening, that is, the fourteenth moon of the first month. And on the fifteenth moon, the day that the people came out of Egypt, followed the festival of the Unleavened Bread. But the evangelists seem to use the terms indifferently. Jerome. The Passover, called in Hebrew Phaiz, does not come, as most think, from Paskian, to suffer, but from the Hebrew word signifying to pass over, because the destroyer passed over when he saw the blood on the doors of the Israelites, and smote them not, or the Lord himself walked on high, succoring his people, Rigmagius, or because, by the help of the Lord, the Israelitish people, freed from Egyptian bondage passed forth into liberty. Origin. He said not, after two days will be, or will come, the feast of the Passover, but not meaning the ordinary annual Passover, but that Passover as had never been seen before. The Passover will be offered. RIGMIGIUS Mystically that it is called the Passover, because on that day Christ passed out of the world to his Father, from corruption to incorruption, from life to death, or because he redeemed the world by causing it, savingly, to pass from the slavery of the devil. Jerome. After the two days of the shining light of the Old and of the New Testament, the true Passover is slain for the world. Also our Passover is celebrated when we leave the things of earth and hasten to the things of heaven. Origin, He foretells his crucifixion to his disciples, adding and the Son of Man shall be delivered to be crucified, thus fortifying them against the shock of surprise which the sight of their master led forth to crucifixion would otherwise have occasioned them. And he expresses it impersonally shall be delivered, because God delivered him up in mercy to the human race. Judas from covetousness, the priest for envy, the devil through fear, that through his teaching the human race would be plucked up out of his hand, little aware how much more that would be affected by his death than either by his teaching or miracles. Verses 3 through 5. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people unto the palace of the high priest, who was called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. But they said, Not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. Gloss. The evangelist lays before us the hidden springs and machinery by which the Lord's passion was brought to pass. Rigmigius. This, then, is to be referred to the preceding words, the means before the feast of the Passover. Origin. Not true priests and elders, but priests and elders of what seemed the people of God but was indeed the people of Gomorrah. These, not knowing God's high priest, laid a plot against him, not recognizing the firstborn of the whole creation, yea, even against him that was elder than them all. Did they take counsel? Chrysostom. With such ill designs, they came to the chief priest, seeking a sanction whence a prohibition should have issued. There were at that time several chief priests, are the law allotted but of one. Whence it was manifest that the dissolution of the Jewish state was having its beginning. For Moses had commanded that there should be one chief priest, whose office should be filled up at death, but in process of time it grew to be annual. All those then who had been chief priests are here called chief priests. Rigmigius. They are condemned both because they were gathered together and because they were the chief priests. For the more the number, the higher the rank and station of those who band together for any villainy. The greater the enormity of what they do, and the heavier the punishment stored up for them. To show the Lord's innocence and openness, the evangelist adds that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. him. For what then did they conspire to seize him secretly or put him to death? For both. But they feared the people, and therefore waited till the feast was over. For they said, not on the feast day. For the devil would not that Christ should suffer at the Passover, that his passion might not be notorious. The chief priests had no fear in respect of God, namely that their guilt might be aggravated by the season, but took into account human things only, lest there be an uproar among the people. Origin, By reason of the parties among the populace, those who favored and those who hated christ those who believed and those who believed not leo the precaution of the chief priests arose not from reverence for the festival but from care for the success of their plot they field an insurrection at that season not because of the guilt the populace might thereby incur but because they might rescue christ chrysostom but their fury set aside their caution and finding a betrayer They put jesus to death in the middle of the feast leo we recognize here a providential arrangement whereby the chief men of the jews who had often sought occasion of effecting their cruel purposes against christ could never yet succeed till the days of the paschal celebration for it behooved that the things which had long been promised in symbol and mystery should be accomplished in manifest reality that the typical lamb should be displaced by the true and one sacrifice embraced the whole catalogue of the varied victims. That shadows should give way to substance, and copies to the presence of the original. Victim is commuted for victim, blood is abolished by blood, and the festival of the law is at once fulfilled and changed. Verses 6 through 13. But now, when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box. A very precious ointment and poured it on his head as he sat at meat but when his disciples saw it they had indignation saying to what purpose is this waste for this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor when jesus understood it he said unto them why trouble ye the woman for she hath wrought a good work unto me for ye have the poor always with you but me ye have not always for in that she hath poured this ointment on my body she did it for my burial verily i say unto you wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world there shall also this that this woman hath done be told for a memorial of her gloss having set before us the counsels of the chief of the jews concerning the death of christ the evangelist would proceed to follow out their execution And to relate the bargain of Judas with the Jews to deliver him up. But he first shows the cause of this betrayal. He was grieved that the ointment which the woman poured upon Christ's head had not been sold, that he might have carried off something out of the price it brought. And to make up this loss, he was willing to betray his master. And therefore he proceeds Now, when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, jerome not that he was a leper yet but having been so and having been healed by the saviour he retained the appellation to show forth the power of him who healed him Rabanus, alabaster is a kind of marble white but marked with veins of different colours which was in use for vessels to hold ointment because it was said to preserve it from corruption jerome another evangelist instead of alabastrum has nardum pisticum that is genuine, unadulterated. Rabanus from the Greek pistis, faith, whence pisticus, faithful. For this ointment was pure, unadulterated. Origin, but some one may perhaps think that there are four different women of whom the evangelists have written, but I rather agree with those who think that there are only three, one of whom Matthew and Mark wrote one of whom Luke, another of whom John. Jerome. For let no one think that she who anointed his head and she who anointed his feet were one and the same. For the latter washed his feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair, and is plainly said to have been a harlot. But of this woman nothing of this kind is recorded, and indeed a harlot could not have at once been made deserving of the Lord's head. Ambrose. It is possible, therefore, that they were different persons, and so all appearance of contradiction between the evangelists is removed, or it is possible that it was the same woman at two different times, in two different stages of desert, first while yet a sinner, afterwards more advanced, Chrysostom, and in this way it may be the same in the three evangelists, Matthew, Mark, and Luke and not without good reason does the evangelist mention simon's leprosy to show what gave this woman confidence to come to christ the leprosy was an unclean disease when then she saw that jesus had healed the man with whom he now lodged she trusted that he could also cleanse the uncleanness of her soul and so whereas other women came to christ to be healed in their bodies she came only for the honor and the healing of her soul having nothing diseased in her body, and for this she is worthy of our highest admiration. But she and John is a different woman, the wonderful sister of Lazarus. Origin: Matthew and Mark relate that this was done in the house of Simon the leper, but John says that Jesus came to a house where Lazarus was, and that not Simon but Mary and Martha served. Further, according to John, six days before the Passover, He came to Bethany, where Mary and Martha made him a supper. But here it is in the house of Simon the leper, and two days before the Passover. And in Matthew and Mark, it is the disciples that have great indignation, with a good intent. In John, Judas alone, with intent to steal. In Luke, no one finds fault. Gregory. Or he may think that this is the same woman whom Luke calls a sinner, and John names Mary. Augustine, though the action described in Luke is the same as that described here, the name of him with whom the Lord supped is the same. For Luke also names Simon, yet because it is not contrary to either nature or custom for two men to bear the same name, it is more probable that this was another Simon, not the leper, in whose house in Bethany these things were done. I would only suppose that the woman who on that occasion came near to jesus feet and this woman were not two different persons but that the same mary did this twice the first time is that narrated by luke for john mentions it in praise of mary before Christ's coming to bethany it was that mary who anointed the lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair whose brother Lazarus was sick mary therefore had done this before That she did afterwards in Bethany is distinct from Luke's account, but is the same event that is recorded by all three, John, Matthew, and Mark. That Matthew and Mark say it was the Lord's head that she anointed, and John his feet, is reconciled by supposing that she anointed both. Against this one might raise a cavil from what Mark says, that she anointed his head by breaking the box over it, so that there could be none of the ointment left with which to anoint his feet also let such cavaller understand that his feet were first anointed before the box was broken and there remained in it yet whole enough wherewith to anoint the head by breaking the box and shedding the contents Did, but let not any suppose that the lord's feet were by this woman bathed in ointment after the manner which the luxurious and debauched use in all things of this nature it is not the thing itself but the mind of him who uses it that is in fault whoso uses things after such sort as to pass the bounds observed by good men with whom he lives either has some meaning in what he does or is vicious what then is the vice in others in a divine or prophetic person is a sign of some great thing The good odor is the good report which one has gained by the works of a good life, and in following Christ's footsteps, sheds a most precious odor on his feet. Id. Still, there may seem to be some discrepancy between the narrative of Matthew and Mark, who say that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and then bring Jesus to Bethany and that of John, who relating this history of the ointment, says six days before the Passover. They who urge this do not understand that the events in Bethany are in Matthew and Mark inserted out of their place, a little later than the time of their occurrence. Neither of them, it is to be observed, introduce their account with afterwards. Chrysostom. The disciples had heard their master say, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. Wherefore, they thought among themselves If he accepts not burnt offerings, much less will he the application of such ointment as this. Jerome, I know that some raise a cavil here because John says that Judas alone was grieved because he had the bag and was a thief from the beginning, but Matthew that all the disciples were sorrowful. These know not the figure Selepsis, by which one name is put for many and many for one, As Paul in the epistle to the Hebrews says, they were sawn asunder, when it is thought that one only, Elias, namely, was so. Augustine, we may, however, understand that the other disciples thought or said the same, or that they assented to what Judas said, and thus Matthew and Mark have described their common assent. But Judas said it because he was a thief. The others out of their care for the poor, and John desired to mention it only in the case of him whose thievish propensity he thought ought to be recorded chrysostom the disciples then thought thus but jesus who saw the thoughts of the woman suffered it for her piety was great and her ardour unspeakable wherefore he condescended to suffer her to pour the ointment on his head as the father admitted the smoke and odour of the slain victim so also christ admitted this votive anointing of his head though the disciples who saw not her heart murmured. Regmigius. He clearly shows that the apostles had uttered something harsh against her, when he says, Why trouble ye the woman? And beautifully he adds, She hath wrought a good work in me, as much as to say, It is not a waste of ointment, as ye say, but a good work, that is, a service of piety and devotion. Chrysostom. And he says not merely, she hath wrought a good work, but says first, Why trouble ye the woman? To teach us that every good act that is wrought by any, even though it lacks somewhat of exact propriety, yet we ought to receive, cherish, and cultivate it, and not to require strict correctness in a beginner. If he had been asked before this was done by the woman, he would not have directed his doing, but when it was done the rebuke of the disciples had no longer any place, and he himself, to guard the woman from importune attacks, speaks these things for her comfort, Rigmigius. For the poor ye have ever with you. The Lord shows in these words, as of set purpose, that they were not to be blamed to ministered of their substance to him while he dwelt in a mortal body. For as much as the poor were ever in the church, to whom the believers might do good, whensoever they would, he would abide in the body with them, but a very short time, whence it follows, But me ye shall not have always. To Rome, Here a question arises how the Lord should have said elsewhere to his disciples, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. But here, me ye shall not have always. I suppose that in this place he speaks of his bodily presence which shall not be with them after the resurrection, in daily intercourse and friendship, as it is now. Rigmigius. Or it is to be explained by supposing this spoken to Judas only, and he said not, ye have not, but ye shall not have, because this was spoken in the person of Judas to all his followers. And he says, not always, though they have it at no time because the wicked seem to have christ in this present world while they mix among his members and approach his table but they shall not always so have him when he shall say to his elect come ye blessed of my father it was the custom among this people to embalm the bodies of the dead with divers spices to the end that they might be kept from corruption as long as possible but this woman was desirous of embalming the lord's dead body it would not be able because she would be anticipated by his resurrection. It was therefore arranged by divine providence that she should anoint the Lord's living body. This, then, is what he says in that she hath poured, that is, by anointing my living body, she shows forth my death and burial. Chrysostom. That this mention of his death and burial might not cause her to despond, he comforts her by what follows, Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever, etc. Rabanus, that is, to whatsoever place throughout the whole world the church shall be propagated, there this also, that she hath done, shall be told. That also, that is added, signifies, that, as Judas by his reproof of her, has earned evil character of treachery, so has she also earned the glory of pious devotedness. Jerome, note his knowledge of things to come, how, though about to suffer death within two days, he knows that his gospel will be preached throughout the whole world. Chrysostom, behold the accomplishment of this saying, that whatsoever part of the world you go, you will find this woman famous, and this has been wrought by the power of him who spake this word. How many victories of kings and captains have passed into oblivion? How many who built cities and enslaved many nations are now known neither by report nor by name? But the deed of this woman, pouring forth ointment in the house of a leper in the presence of twelve men, this resounds throughout the world. And though so much time has elapsed, the memory of that which was done is not effaced. But why promised he no spiritual gift to this woman, but everlasting remembrance only? Because this he did promise made her confident of receiving the other also. Whereas she wrought a good work, it is clear that she shall receive an adequate reward. Jerome, mystically, the Lord about to suffer for the whole world, sojourns at Bethany in the house of obedience, which once was that of Simon the leper, Simon also is interpreted obedient, or, according to another interpretation, the world, in whose house the church is healed. Origin. Oil is throughout Scripture put for the work of mercy, with which the lamp of the word is fed, or for doctrine, the hearing of which sustains the word of faith when once kindled, all with which men anoint is comprehensively called oil. The one kind of oil is ungent, the one kind of ungent is precious. So all righteous acts are called good works. And of good works there is one kind which we do for or to men, another which we do for or to God. And this likewise that we do for God in part only advances the good of men, in part the glory of God. For example, one does a kindness to a man out of feelings of natural righteousness, not for God's sake, as the Gentiles sometime did. Such a work is common oil of no fine savor, yet it is acceptable to God. For as much as Peter says in Clement, the good works that the unbelievers do profit them in this world, but avail not to gain them eternal life in another. They who do the same for God's sake profit thereby not in this world only, but in the next also, and that they do is ointment of good Savior. Another sort is that done for the good of men as alms and the like. He who does this to Christians anoints the Lord's feet, for they are the Lord's feet. And this penitents are most fond to do for remission of their sins. He who devotes himself to chastity and continues in fasting and prayers and other things which conduce the Lord's glory only. This is the ointment which anoints the Lord's head, and with whose odor the whole church is filled. This is the work meet not for penitence, but for the perfect, or the doctrine which is necessary for men, but the acknowledgment of the faith which belongs to God alone. So the anointments with which the head of Christ is anointed, with which we are buried together with Christ by baptism unto death. Hilary In this woman is prefigured the people of the Gentiles, who give glory to God in Christ's passion, for she anointed his head, but the head of Christ is God, the anointment is the fruit of good works. But the disciples, anxious for the salvation of Israel, say that this ought to have been sold for the use of the poor, designating by a prophetic instinct the Jews, who lacked faith by the name of the poor. The Lord answers that there is abundant time in which they may show their care for the poor, but that salvation cannot be extended to the Gentiles, but by obedience to his command. If, that is, by the pouring out of this woman's ointment, they are buried together with him, because regeneration can only be given to those who are dead in the profession of baptism. And this her work shall be told wherever this gospel is preached, because when Israel draws back, the glory of the gospel is preached by the belief of the Gentiles. End of chapter 6, verses 1 through 13.